tweet at SFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. It is the art of everything with myself, Bridget Basinga, right here on SAFM on this Friday evening. We're kicking off the show in our Made in SA feature, and uh, we're looking at a locally manufactured skin care range. And we've got the founder and owner, Vui Zondo, joining me on the line. How are you doing, Vui? Thanks. How are you doing, Bridget? And happy Heritage Day. <laughs> happy Heritage Day to you. How are you spending it? No, I had quite a relaxed day. Actually, I took a relaxed day because I, I sit at the roads and everything is going to be so busy. So mm. I thought I get so little time to rest. Actually, let me just heal this day for yes. rest. So that mm. is a wise decision, Vuya. Very wise decision. So you get very little time to yourself, as would be expected, from an entrepreneur, founder, and owner. Is it Kuriam? Is I pro- am I pronouncing it correct? Um, so yes, it's Corium. Corium. Um, when and how did the skincare range come about, by the way? Um, so Corium, it was a hobby, to be honest with you. So I've always been quite a girly girl and I like things <laughs> to do with beauty and personal grooming. Um, but it's just something I, 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 you know, I grew an interest for and then I was making it for friends and family and then I put it onto social media and people mm. were actually interested so th- that's how it started. And then, you know, the, the, the typical story, you're making body butters on the stove top, a, a stove top and things like that. So it was it was literally a side hustle and a hobby. And people actually bought into what I was doing and, and they liked the products and the products were working for them. So I decided, you know what, um, let me put a, re- a bit of research in this mm. because we are dealing with skin and, and let's try and formalize the business. So that's really how Corium was found. So I started selling even before I had a name for the business, actually. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best way to start. You know, get it going, you'll perfect it down the line. It's always so interesting for me when one speaks to a particular set of entrepreneurs, especially those involved in the beauty and, and uh, skin care, hair care uh, business. Everyone always says, oh, no, it just started off as a hobby. You know, I was kind of concocting this in my kitchen. And I'm always sitting there going, well, yeah, not all of us are sitting there concocting body butters in our kitchens. So <laughs> there must have been an interest that must have been sparked by something in your journey. Do you know what? I think, like I said, I was always just a girly girl and I liked beauty products. And then um, I started looking into how they are made and um, looking into things like share butter. And that's yes. how it started. So you go into Pinterest, you see these things, mix this or mix this. Mm. It's literally like that. And then you do it. So that's what I was doing. And then I, I did it for colleagues, actually, initially. And then I did it for um, some of my schoolmates. At that time, I was at, at this business school. So I did it for some of my schoolmates. Mm. And they gave feedback and they're like, but why don't you formalize it? Because you're getting the skills now on how to run a business or how mm. business operates. Why don't you formalize this and create a business out of it? So that's how it started. It was very experimental. But like I said, then when I started offering it to people outside of my circle, that's when I started looking at safety of the products and the mm. ingredients and things like that because you, you don't want to mess up, you mm, know? Mm, mm. And in terms of like formulation and things like that, is it a very natural-based uh, product range? Um, so it is, but as time has gone in, I've bought in formulators. So if okay. we're going to launch a new range or um, a new line of products, then you bring in the formulators to make sure, because there's certain things that you have to make sure, one, that the product is going to, you know, not cause harm, mm. um, two, that it's got shelf life stability. So you're not going to put this body cream, you know, on your shelf and next thing it's separated into five different things, you mm, know, mm. and 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 things like that. And so... 
I had to get people who had that science knowledge because I don't come from a science or formulation background. So for me, that was very important mm. that mm. the actual integrity of the product is quite high because I didn't want to mess up people's skin. I've always just been very conscious about that, that yes. we just need to be careful about what we're making. Yes. And and I love that that is paramount to, you know, your, your business model, because the other thing I've, I've often noted, uh, just being a girly girl myself and, and experimenting with different products and different uh, health and skin care treatments and things like that. Oftentimes, a lot of us, especially black consumers, we are very reluctant to try anything on our skins beyond the green bar soap. Oh, and maybe a little bit of Aquas cream. <laughs> No, that's true. And I mean, you must think about it. A lot of people, there's a lot of connotations around skin, right? A lot of people associate their skin with their self-esteem and their confidence because it's one Mm. of the first things people see when they meet you. And, you know, people seem to feel quite free to comment on your skin. Oh, you're breaking out or whatever. So skin is one of those things that we're very sensitive about. So I think consumers are also quite reluctant to switch you know that that cost of switching is not so high with skincare because once you found something that works you sort of just want to stay with it mm, mm, mm. that is so true uh we're talking to vui zondo who is the founder and owner of corium skincare products and uh, they are products that are actually suitable for both males and females and and you've put an age range towards your products you've said m- more suitable uh for the early 20s to the late 40s is there a particular reason for that there's no reason for that. Um, so when we started Corium, it had a very open um, age range. But mm. then I looked at the analytics because we have an online store, so you can look at the analytics. And I realized that people who use Corium, they're usually leaving varsity. Mm. And they just like late 40s, mid 40s. And mm. then after 45, people usually use specialist um, sort of skincare for anti-aging properties. So yes. I, I, I found that that's where really our sweet pocket is it's young professionals mm-hmm. up until maybe they fought like early 40s and then yeah so those are the people who want to use the product mm-hmm. and you know the other question i'm always interested in Vuyi is and i think uh this in part is also something i place uh a question that i place forward to people in a completely different field when i talk to craft bu- uh, brewers for instance because it's mm-hmm. such a a niche market and they're going up against these giants you know i feel like the beauty industry is very similar and kind of lives a very parallel life in comparison Uh, how are you finding your journey as a relatively young uh, business Mm. in the beauty space where there's so much competition as much as there are so many consumers there's also so much competition and you're competing against you know conglomerates with multi-billion rand budgets and who own all the shelf space in all of our popular retailers Mm. um so i think it's it's very hard you need to just find your niche because it's very hard like you say you 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 compete on uh, you know, you're competing against huge FMCG firms mm. that have massive marketing budgets and all of that. So you need to find your niche. So I think with Corium, because we started right in front of our consumers and they knew the story, we sort of had very loyal consumers from mm. day one. So that's one of our things, that whole proudly essay and the, the, the story, the fact that the story is so relatable. I started Corium when I had a nine-to-five I used to make body butters on the stove top. That mm-hmm. sort of a thing, because it's so relatable and it's not like this pie in the sky story. It's, it's just quite a, a plain 
and feel-good story, mm. most of our consumers have come in then from day one and then they've introduced it to their friends, their families and their colleagues. Mm. So mm. I think that's the niche that we're playing around to just have quite a strong and um, beautiful and feel-good brand story because if we try to do what the big conglomerates do, we don't have the budget to do that. So we'd be playing in a space that's going to be disadvantageous for us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So the range I know includes everything from facial oils, body butters, as you mentioned. Uh, you've got facial masks, facial toners, misters, cleansing bars. Uh, and then you've also got three specific ranges. Can you just give us a little overview of the three different ranges? Um, so we've got three different ranges. We've got Carium Natural, which is the first range. So mm-hmm. that is, is very na- uh, natural-based. So that's where you find your African black soap, your mm-hmm. shea butter-based products, more of your uh, raw oils. Mm-hmm. The Carium Lux is more of our upper end or our more luxurious line. Um, okay. So even the look and feel of that is different. And then uh, the last one, which is the most recent, is our Carium Spa Grade. And that's where the masks and the face mist and the toners are. All right. I see. And with that... Oh, Sorry. Yes. So, yeah, those are the three lines. Oh, lovely. Okay. I feel like I, I interjected there as you were about to expand on something. No, I thought maybe we were running out of time for that particular part. But I was saying with the spa range, what we wanted to achieve, we wanted to deliver spa quality ingredients that mm. you can use at home, right? Uh-huh. And there was almost a gap for that. So that's other niche sort of positioning for us to try and bring about spa quality products. Mm-hmm. You know what? You have definitely enticed me. I think I'm going to mosey on over to the online store and and have a look. I've always been intrigued by this African black soap. I see it, you know, popping up from time to time on my social media platforms. And I'm like, what is this magic black soap everyone keeps talking about? Um, so it's a traditional Ghanaian soap. So with African black soap, it, it became very popular because U.S. bloggers um, and beauty influencers were using it. Mm. And that's how the rest of the world came to um, know about it. So it's very good. Some people use it for their hair. Some people use it for their skin. Mm. But it's also, it's a very niggly product. So with African black soap, it either works fantastically for you or it doesn't. Uh-huh. That's what we found, that you have these rave reviews or you have someone who says, I, I found that it didn't do much for me. So it's still one of those products that we're learning about. So mm. some of what I've learned about it, it's more suitable for people who have acne-prone skin or oily skin uh-huh. because of how strong and natural it is. If you've got normal skin or if you're a person who doesn't break out, using it can just be a little bit too, um, I use the word potent or a bit strong for your skin. It can it can almost strip you if you don't have that naturally oily skin. Aha, I see, I see. Listen, you've given us so much information. Before we let you go, uh, the name, it's always an intrigue as to how people derive at names because you said you began, you didn't have a name when you first started selling and testing to your close friends and family. And then how did we get to uh, Corium? So Corium in Latin, it means your truest skin, right? And oh. Corium, um, it's ethos. We want to go back to traditional beauty practices. So when you look at the ingredients we use, the turmeric, the shea butter, the African black soap, it's traditional beauty ingredients. Mm-hmm. So we, Latin as well being a bit of a traditional language, we wanted to use that. Um, but we also wanted a commercial name that can, you know, be on the shelf and can be, you know, a retail sort of friendly name and mm. one that could, you know, translate in many countries. So that's how then we came about Corium um, as a name for the brand. 
Well suited. Vui, thank you so much for taking some time from your Friday evening. And uh, we look forward to seeing how this business grows in leaps and bounds. For anybody that's interested, the website is coriumskincare.co.za. And are you also on present on social media? So we are. So on Twitter, it's at Corium Skincare. Instagram is also at Corium Skincare. And the Facebook page is Corium Skincare. Beautiful stuff. Have a fantastic long weekend. Take it nice and easy. Get all the rest. Uh, and we appreciate you for taking the call. Thank you so much, Bridget. Bye. Awesome. It is the art of everything with myself, Bridget Masinga. That was made in SA, speaking to founder and owner of Corium Skincare. And you can find them on their website, coriumskincare.co.za. And of course, on their respective uh, Uh, social media handles it seems like wherever you are they are there too it's just gone 25 to 8 o'clock on the art of everything